Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the Big K Morning Show. Happy Valentine's Day. Larry Richard, Marty Griffin back tomorrow. He'll be doing a marathon for the KDK Radio Warmathon. 7 to 3, Marty will be in the air chair as we support Dollar Energy Fund. Susie Cool from our news team is in studio with me this morning. Hello, hello. So we're going to follow up on the story you may have just heard or heard yesterday about the Monroeville Convention Center closing after June 1, making room, at least in part of the space, for a hobby lobby. And joining us is Paula Fisher, who is the Director of Intellectual Disability Adult Day Services at an organization called Milestone, which is part of a a larger organization. Paula, good morning. Good morning. So this is a space that you have utilized over the years, a subsidiary of Partners for Quality Milestone, so people know as a nonprofit social services organization. What is your mission? Um, our mission is to provide support services to individuals with intellectual disabilities and behavioral health needs. Um, we serve, I, I work on the intellectual disability side of our agency, and we serve close to 400 folks. And it looks like, Milestone, you were in the middle of planning a prom for more than 300 people uh, supporting the intellectual and developmental disabilities. So, in the past, how has the Monroeville Convention Center been the perfect place to host this prom? Well, actually, this was our first. Okay. This is something that we have never done before. And uh, about eight, nine months ago, one of our supervisors, Caitlin Schwartz, came to us and to ask if we could do something special following the pandemic and with our severe staffing crisis. You know, morale's been down, and we just needed something to re-energize and to also show the people we support how much we truly care for them and mm-hmm. how privileged we are to be a part of their lives. So we planned this first event as a prom and approached the Monroeville Convention Center because of its space, because of its accessibility, uh, both within bathrooms and parking. And they were wonderful immediately understood our mission and dream and offered us the space at no cost. Wow. Which was huge being a nonprofit. You know, this is not something we could easily pull off. Well, that's generous of them. I mean, in the interest of fairness. However, when did you find out they were no longer going to hold events? Well, actually, we just finally signed the contract with them about three weeks ago. 
and printed, had save the date cards printed out. And the day that they arrived in the mail, uh, heard on the media that the convention center was closing. Uh, immediately reached out through email to the events coordinator, who finally got back to us yesterday morning to let us know that for certain the event is canceled. Oh, so they didn't contact you. You heard about it on the media. That's correct. The media. That is correct through through the news. <laughs> but what did they say when you, you know, contacted them saying, hey, we're here and you guys are closing June 1 and we had an event. Um, we just signed a contract for an event. Uh, just very apologetic in that they would help us try to find another venue, which we could use. Okay. So they're going to try and help you find a new venue. Now, yes, it's only... we don't know that, you know what the costs of that might incur, though. Mm -hmm. Now, is that going to deter your plans, whether, you know, it, it is going to be, you know, a bigger cost? Obviously, if they're going to donate this space to you originally, you know, how does that even change the save the dates? Do the save the dates have them in Roville Convention Center on them? How much uh, does this change in the planning? It puts all of our planning completely on hold at this time. Um, you know, we were in the, in the process of locating DJs, planning decorations, and really moving forward as it takes many months to plan something like this. So right now we are stuck and on hold. Yes, our save the date is out the window. Um, you know, I don't know where we're going to go from here. We just kind of have to backtrack because finding a venue that's handicapped accessible and has the parking for this many people um, is not an easy task. Well, if somebody's listening and wants to reach out and help, Partners for Quality, Milestone, and maybe since, you know, on one hand, they were being generous to donate the space, and on the other, you got surprised by them closing. Yes. But if they're willing to help you, maybe they're willing to help. I mean, and if they're sincere about that, surely we can find another place for you for this event. Well, we would really appreciate that because, you know, we're not going to be able to move forward and make this a successful event for those that we have the privilege of supporting without a venue. Well, good luck and appreciate you sharing your story, Paula. Hopefully it thank works you. out. Let us know, please. Yeah, thank you, thank Paula. Thank you so much for allowing me the time to share our story. I appreciate it. Hopefully you, it all works out. You got it. And uh, we thank Greg Jenna, who used to be part of our team, who works with them in communications and for bringing this to light and if anybody out there has any ideas and it's not just for paula's organization milestone there's a whole it, list there, there's an entire <laughs> list of organizations right now that are looking for new event spaces so let us know the big cam morning show paula fisher director of intellectual disability adult day services at milestone fish fries yeah a lot of them start today and Fridays through the Lenten season leading up to Easter, which is at the end of March. Larry Richard with Marty Griffin. He's off today. He'll be back tomorrow. He will be anchoring from 7 to 3, the KDK Radio Warmathon for Dollar Energy, presented by MediConnect. Our own Susie Cool is in studio. And Susie, we got lucky with the weather yesterday. Really lucky, because did you see... In New York, they had the worst storm in two years. And they had a meltdown when they went, tried to go remote with the school students. Oh, goodness. It crashed the computer system. In New York City? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so a million kids collectively around the region 
all trying to get online. I'm sure they were so disappointed. So they canceled. They said, we'll give you a snow day. But they haven't had a pure snow day in a long time up there. Yeah, because the times have changed. And there were parts of Pennsylvania that had a foot of snow. Mm-hmm. So when you consider we had Zippo. Zero. It was beautiful. The sun, the sun was shining in Pittsburgh at one point, which yeah, I mean, at some at some points, sometimes you think it's never going to happen again. It happened. Yeah, yesterday. like January when it was literally like negative three degrees in the cloudiest yeah. month on recorded history here. I'm like, who who's recording that? First of all, there are people to do that, so you know at AccuWeather World Headquarters which is up at State College near Penn State. They have the largest concentration of meteorologists anywhere on the planet. Wow. Did you know that? I didn't. All right, so. I'm learning so much today. Ash Wednesday, that's for the fish fries. Mm-hmm. You know what I forgot to ask? When we had Father Mac on yesterday. Yeah. Why fish? Why not? That's a good question. You know what I, I okay, so the people back home, for my people back home, I do a, a segment called Sweet Sips and Sights, and this has actually provoked me to now reach out to people that do specific menus for fish fries on Friday. Why would I not go to restaurants to showcase that in the case that you partake in Lent? Yeah, it's just a, it's a tradition that yeah, dates back but it's, a couple it, thousand years. I think when people think of Lent... They think of just getting, like, a fish sandwich from somewhere. But a lot of restaurants around the Pittsburgh area actually have specific menus that, you know, they just sell fish on Fridays. So, I mean, I'm going to go try them. Now I have a goal. So my predecessor, John Cigna, who did this morning show for 18 years, mm-hmm. and then before that, 10 years of night talk, uh, his son opened a restaurant called Cigna's in the Lawrenceville area. Okay. Long before it was super popular like it is now, and he used to have the Codfather, which was this giant fish fillet on a bun, you know, yeah, huge. I'll the, have to go try it. But I like it. that, the Codfather. Yeah, I'm always in Lawrenceville, so this sounds like a perfect place for me to go. Hey, I got a story for you, oh, okay. because you're such a baseball go aficionado. For, uh, for the first time ever. Yep, I already know what you're going to say. Do you know Jenny Kavner? So she, little background on me, she was part of my inspiration as to why I wanted to go into the broadcasting booth. Really? Whenever I was in Salem. And my partner, so for those that don't know, I was the first female in the Carolina League uh, to ever broadcast a baseball game. And then my second year in Salem, my broadcast partner, Melanie Newman, we brought her in. We were the first all-female broadcasting booth in all of professional baseball. Uh, and Melanie and Jenny were part of the reason why I wanted to do it. Did you do play-by-play? I did. Really? I did play-by-play and color analyst work, yeah. I didn't know that till just now. Well, you know, we got Pirates broadcaster Joe Block coming at 9 o'clock. He knows that, though. He, I, I, would, I would think, but maybe, maybe not. But what you would be surprised, I think that this is the coolest part about all of that, was the Boston Red Sox actually recognized Melanie and I, and our faces are up on the wall at Fenway Park. Like, there's a display. Really? So it, It's the craziest thing, yeah. Do some play-by-play. Right now? Oh, my God, no, I'm nervous. I'll be the background. <laughs> I am doing some play-by-play in a month for a high school tournament, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, but, yeah, I love it. I got back in the booth this summer, too, and I did a couple of games, and 
just so much fun. So Jenny Kavner, uh, prior to this, she was part of the Colorado Rockies broadcasting mm -hmm. team and would occasionally fill in games. But uh, she is now the voice. I could not be more excited to roll up the sleeves and get to work with somebody who I have known for a very long time. And her depth and wealth of knowledge when it comes to the baseball diamond is going to be apparent from the first pitch. You're going to love her insight. You're going to love her energy. And I, I could not be more honored to sit next to the first woman in baseball history to assume the role of play-by-play -play announcer. And that will be, again, Jenny Kavner. And the voice you heard, her partner, former A's pitcher Dallas Braden, and this is for the athletics. So mm -hmm. it's a big deal. It, it's a huge deal. So my broadcast partner from Salem, uh, she's with the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, and she does play-by-play -play color analyst work and also sideline work. But she's not the primary play-by-play -play person. So that's why this is so enormous because Jenny's going to be pretty much every single game, right? Unless she takes a game off. Um, it, what it, kind of feedback did you get when you were doing play-by-play Obviously, there's a pushback because I mean, there's there, a little bit there's guys that are like, oh, she shouldn't be doing that. What does she know? Yeah, I, I will say I like doing play by play better than analyst because I do feel that sometimes whenever you're doing analyst work, you should be a player that can see some of the plays. Now, I did play softball, so I do understand some of the mechanics. But but so, for instance, Neil Walker's part of mm -hmm. the color analyst team yeah. now since he's retired from baseball and. I enjoy his insights. Yes, I enjoy Neil's insights. I love watching Fort McHenry break stuff down from a catching perspective. And, and even Greg Brown and Joe Block, who do the play-by-play, -play, I love their conversations, mm -hmm. especially, you know, back in the day with Steve Blast, so much knowledge. Uh, you know, you have Bob Walk. Yes. Uh, the Rock, mm -hmm. right? Those guys, their take on different things as an analyst I think it's great. And and that's the thing. It's a, it's a different role. But, you know, you can't really listen to that feedback because there's people that just wish they were in that seat or wish that they thought of it in that moment. Um, and then, then there's others where, you know, you know, maybe I'm not that great. But guess what? I'm doing it anyways. You're listening. So you, you just got to take it at face value. I don't really care. It is what it is. Wow. I didn't know that about you. That's impressive. Coming up. Susie Cool from our KDK newsroom mm -hmm. will take the plunge. I will take the plunge. It will not be the super plunge like we have talked about before, but it's the plunge because honestly, well, it's for a good cause, but also Larry kind of roped me into it. I kind of did. And you told me yesterday off air you felt a little guilty, but it's fine. I'm, I, I I'm you know what? I'm okay with giving back to the community. That's the type of gal I am, Larry. Like Marty, get Marty. <laughs> By the way, Marty is uh, off today. He'll be back tomorrow anchoring our 7 to 3 KDK Radio Warmathon for Dollar Energy presented by MediConnect. And right now we welcome Andrew Fee, who is the Executive Director of Special Olympics Pennsylvania Three Rivers Region. Andrew, it's your fault. Good morning, Larry. <laughs> I haven't seen your... I haven't seen your registration come through, but I did see your come through. Hey, I love it, Andrew. Andrew, so you are actually, you know, you're not really looking ahead to the polar plunge right now. Tell us a little bit about where you're at right now. Yeah, we kicked off our winter games at Seven Springs 
last night with uh, amazing opening ceremonies. We have uh, almost 300 athletes competing in alpine skiing, snowshoeing, and snowboarding uh, over the next two days. Uh, and some of them are actually preparing to go to Italy next year for the wow. World Winter Games. That's fantastic. That so, is. Andrew, just curious, how are the conditions up there? Because it's been so unusually nice for a February. How are the winter conditions there? Yeah, we got some snow uh, yesterday morning, um, so that helped uh, definitely some fresh powder, as our athletes say. Uh, I'm not <laughs> much of a skier myself, but... Um, some fresh powder, so the conditions were much better yesterday, and hoping they were hoping to make some snow overnight, so uh, should be ready to go this morning. Let's look ahead to next week, the polar plunge that Larry is going to get roped into, too. Um, it, what can people expect from that, or maybe if they haven't signed up for it or they want to donate, how can people go about that? Yeah, I think it's important to just recognize the reason we plunge is because of the winter games and those types mm -hmm. of competition and training opportunities that our athletes get for, for free. Um, so polar plunge is next Friday and Saturday. Uh, we're super excited. It's going to be the largest uh, on track to be the largest fundraiser in the state of Pennsylvania for special Olympics in our history uh, and most plungers ever. So uh, it's going to be, it looks like it's going to be somewhat warm. Um, so it won't be too cold outside, but the water will be freezing. Uh, we'll be freezing for a reason on Friday. We'll have our schools come down in the morning. Our corporate teams plunge Friday afternoon. Uh, and then the general plunge on Saturday. Uh, so we're expecting about 4,000 people to jump in the pool. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I didn't realize there was that many. Yeah, Larry. You're leading the way, Susie. No, oh, I don't know about that. Andrew, you know, why do you, you mentioned how this is going to be the biggest, you know, turnout and the biggest donations uh, amount that you're going to see throughout the years. Why, why this year? I think it's because, because of the amount of programming we have, we have the most athletes we've ever had in Southwest PA. So almost 4,000 athletes right now. Uh, and we have a lot of programming going on. We're offering 24 sports. That number's up from 18 uh, a couple years ago. Um, so we're active. People see it in the community and want to support it because, you know, our athletes are amazing and what they do on a daily basis, weekly basis uh, is incredible. And people get behind that in Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh's a sports town. Mm -hmm. It's a community uh, and they want, they want to support our athletes. All right. If somebody wants to register, how do they go about doing that? Yinsplunge.com. Uh, that's the easiest way. Yinsplunge.com. You can find all the information there, donate, register, uh, and we'll be looking for your registration there. I'm sorry, you're breaking up. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much, Andrew. Andrew, good luck uh, with the Special Olympics this week. And uh, Susie. I will see you next week. Yeah. Thanks for all the support. You got it. Andrew Fee, Executive Director of Special Olympics Pennsylvania, Three Rivers Region. Are you a skier, no, Susie? I'm a tuber. You would, yeah. A tuber, that's it. I love tube socks and I love to tube down a mountain. I will not ski. <laughs> Well, I didn't, you know, thinking of the dividing line of yesterday's snow. Yeah. Uh, I forgot about it. They got some snow yesterday. So we, we had absolutely nothing from that storm, fortunately. Uh, but that wasn't the case for a lot of people. They have uh, Lana Zach from CBS kind of details what we missed on Fat Tuesday.
A near miss in the northeast as the fast-moving storm dumps snow from Maryland to Massachusetts. New York City saw the highest daily snow total in more than two years, just over three inches, but far less than the eight that was predicted by the National Weather Service. I wanted more. I wanted way more. And I wanted to snow all day. While parts of Connecticut and Pennsylvania saw more than a foot of snow. Wintry white quickly turned slushy and slick. Police responding to more than a thousand accidents in Pennsylvania and hundreds more in New Jersey and Connecticut, according to state police. Air travel was also a mess, with thousands of interruptions at major airports, including New York's LaGuardia, where more than a third of flights were canceled. I looked at the weather and it seemed like it was going to be okay. I, I made plans, but it definitely affected me. We couldn't even drive out. The Massachusetts coast is under a flood advisory. Louisa Muller with CBS Boston is there. Low-lying areas often flood, but northerly winds and an astronomical tide make this parking lot look like a swimming pool. As a safety precaution, many school districts closed. New York City public schools went remote, but the computer network had a meltdown when nearly a million students tried logging in at the same time. So to say that I am uh, disappointed, frustrated, uh, and angry uh, is an understatement. Now, one great benefit of that online learning snafu, Central Park filled with kids who actually got to bring out their sleds for the first time in more than two years. Lana Zach, CBS News, New York. And we did miss, you know, you heard up to a foot of snow in parts of Pennsylvania. So I'm okay with missing that. Yeah, I'm okay with the sunshine. It's peeking out again today, Larry. It's trying already. Yeah, we'll see some sun today, but not quite as warm as we've become accustomed to just a high of 40 degrees. Every Wednesday at this time, we welcome another medical professional brought to you by Allegheny Health Network, Health for All, 412 Doctors, always a great resource. And it's National Donor Day. And we welcome Dr. Reem Daoul uh, to KDK. Doctor, good morning. Good morning. Many people are aware that Pittsburgh has pioneered a lot of this work. How important is it now to share with people how they can participate in uh, this donor day? And there's two types of donors, right? A living donor. And so explain to us uh, what the need is and what people can do to sign up to be a donor. Exactly. There is over 100,000 patients on the national waiting list waiting for organ donation. 90,000 of those alone are waiting for kidney transplant, but other patients are waiting for heart transplant, liver transplant, and other organs. And all of these organs are life-saving. So when somebody, you know, comes forward as a donor or even sign up to be as a donor after death, they're saving a life, another person's life. They actually can save eight other people's life, depending on how many organs they donate. So um, organ donation is extremely important. And Today is a National Donor Day, which is meant to kind of educate and spread awareness of how important it is for people to think and consider being a donor. So two ways you can be a a donor. When you go for um, your um, driver's license, you can sign up as a deceased organ donor, which means you know, God forbid, when it's time and you kind of pass away, we can you can donate your organs to help somebody else after your death. Or you can sign up as a living donor, which while you're alive, you can donate two of your organs. You can either come forward to donate one of your kidneys and help somebody who is on dialysis or who has kidney failure. And you can also um, donate your liver, part of your liver. Actually, the liver regenerates. So if you 
going to give part of your liver, it will grow back. Um, and you can help somebody who would die otherwise because of liver failure. So I don't think I can emphasize enough how important it is for us to just be aware of the need for organ donation just because of the extreme need and the high number of patients who are waiting on the wait list. Now, when it comes to National Organ Donor Day, and you said really the point about it is to educate people as to why they should Mm -hmm. be an organ donor. Have you actually seen the numbers spike after people, you know, partake and even just listening to what it's about? Um, Unfortunately, we do not have a good measurement or way to see if, you know, if this education is having an effect. Mm -hmm. We know that over the last 10 years, we have been getting more, more and more disease donor. Every year we do more disease donors. So more people are signing up to be um, uh, organ donation after death. However, living donation has been really staggering. We've been only doing about 5,000 to 6,000 living donor a year out of, you know, the billions of people who are in the United States. So that's why we really need more awareness and more explanation and education for people regarding the safety of living donation so they will be more comfortable coming forward to help somebody else and donate during life. So that's going to lead me to if you want people to take one piece of advice or one piece of knowledge away from National Organ Donor Day to maybe change their minds to become an organ donor, what is that piece of advice or piece of information? There will be no bigger impact to any act you do that is going to be as big as the impact of active donation. You can save eight lives, eight people precious life by donating after death. You can save two lives by donating during um, your life. Donation is safe. We, as professional, we have only, the only thing that we have in mind is the donor safety, extensive, extensive workup and education to make sure that they're not doing something that, that can harm them. So if I want to say, please, please consider donation if you know somebody who is, you know, in need, or if you heard about a neighbor, a friend, or anybody who's sick, at least come forward and talk to us and we will give you all the information that you need to know about donation, whether it's safe and whether it's a good decision for you or not. Doctor, we appreciate your expertise. Thank you. Thank you so much. I was Thank you for having me. This has been great. You're welcome. You, Dr. Dr. Reem Daoul, transplant nephrologist and medical director of Living Donor Kidney Transplant, National Donor Day, ahn.org or 412-DOCTORS. Brought to you by Allegheny Health Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Baseball is back and so is MLB.tv 
Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.